0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. Today is our interview with a type three. So today, you guys are gonna to get to hear from a close friend of mine named Jenna Bowden, who is a really well-integrated and, and really, really healthy three. She's very aware of uh, some of the uh, pitfalls that threes can fall into and has done a lot of work around them. So you'll see a lot of that in this interview. It was super fun to do. Uh Uncharacteristic of a three, Jenna is extremely humble. So she shouldn't promote a lot of her work a ton in this, but I will tell you, she is the owner of a salon in Colorado Springs called uh, Crown Salon and Extension Studio that she started from the ground up. And it is one of the kind in town, and she's doing an excellent job uh, working with that. But during this interview, you're going to get to see uh, some of her humility, some of her ability to let other people take the spotlight while at the same time uh, maintaining that pride of work and that goal-oriented attitude that really defines the threes. So she was delightful to talk to. I hope that you guys enjoy this interview and get a lot out of it. Okay, I think we're recording. Yes. Hello, Jenna. Hey. How are <laughs> you, my dear friend?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm doing super well. So let's jump right into it. You are an Enneagram type three,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is the achiever and the performer. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how did you get involved with Enneagram? How did you, how you find out about it? And what did that journey look like for you?
1: Well, I think I probably found out about the Enneagram not long after you did. Um, and our small group was going through, I think it was Suzanne Stabile, Um, some of her stuff. And I think it was really cool doing and learning about the Enneagram in a small group, especially because almost everyone in our group had, was representative of almost all the numbers, which I think is pretty rare. We didn't have an eight though, but I knew enough eights that I was like, okay, I have faces and people behind the number. But um, that's really how I found out about it. And um, as we were listening to them talking about the three, Garrett, my husband, was pointing and laughing at me almost the entire time because everything she was saying was basically calling me out. Um, Everything to the type of car I was driving at the time to even like the notebook I was taking notes in. Um, she was pretty much hitting the nail on the head for me and, uh, I was like, why does this lady know me so well? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty much undeniable at that point.
0: So did you, had you suspected that you might be a three or was that your first exposure to a three and it just landed really well or had you taken a test or an assessment or anything like that beforehand?
1: Well, I think you told me that you thought I was a one.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So I was kind. Of, so I wanted to ask you, like, why did you think that I was
0: a one? Yeah, uh, it, it probably a big part of that is I, I didn't know the system quite as well at that point. This was, mm-hmm. gosh, several years ago. Yeah. Um, but the, the ones and threes have that really similar quality of being very goal oriented mm-hmm. and wanting to sort of go after some sort of end goal, some sort of future that they they see in their head. Um, their motivations are different. Uh, whereas, you know, the one's motivation is um, perfection, and the three's motivation is much more uh, achievement and and being impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, uh, you hadn't opened your salon yet, so I hadn't seen a lot of that that achievement drive in you. I'd seen much more of a, a perfection of your craft drive in you. So that's kind of why I had thought at, at first that you were a one.
1: Definitely, and they do have a lot of similarities too like I think I you have to be really organized to achieve all of your goals and like that definitely looks like a one thing sometimes and also you know the thing is like the one has to every part has to be perfect and for a three it just has to look perfect
0: right right
1: (laughs) Just has to function that way. Right. Yeah. It
0: just has to appear to the outside to be perfect.
1: Definitely. I did take an assessment though, and it pretty much was solidly three, a hundred percent. Yeah. And then yeah. listening to the three confirmed all that for me, even more so.
0: Yeah. Do you uh do you have a wing in one direction or the other or do you pretty much shoot down the middle?
1: I think I shoot down the middle if I did have a wing it would probably I've been thinking about that a lot it would probably be a four Mm -hmm. because I'm a three who's really interested in authenticity and realness and um I would not want to ever be a three who was fake or portraying a version of success that wasn't real um you know three's deadly sin is deceit and so I'm really hyper aware of that at all times I want to never I want to always be sure I'm never putting on a mask of being something that I'm not Um, recently at a birthday and I invited people from church and different friend groups and work all to it which um, I learned is something a three wouldn't normally do because they all have different like personalities. And so I took that to be a good sign (laughs) that I felt comfortable inviting people from um, all different parts of my life together. And I could be myself around all of them. Um, Also, I think three wing fours are much more introverted and introspective. And the older I get, the more introverted and introspective I get too. I really value my... um, I really value my alone time and time to just sit and work quietly by myself and focus on my personal development, so I think I would probably lean towards four
0: great, yeah, so how would you say that the Enneagram has helped you move towards uh, some personal integration and some 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 personal health?
1: I would say it's helped me realize what my blind spots are and realize like I could fall into the trap of being a workaholic, which I have done from time to time. Um, And really learning to take breaks, really learning to um, slow down and realize, okay, you don't have to like grow super fast all the time. It's okay. (laughs) Um, And it has helped me realize like what sort of leader that I am, and um, it's really impacted all ar- areas of my life, even my marriage. Like the Enneagram has really pinpointed arguments that, like very specific arguments that Garrett and I have had, him being a six and me being a three before. So that's been very interesting and helped us work through that.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. So what about on a professional level? You said that this has kind of helped you identify what kind of leader you are. How have you used this because you're you're a business owner, so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that and how has the Enneagram helped you in in regards to that?
1: So, the kind so when I have sort of taught people a little bit about the Enneagram, I'm like your strength is your weakness. And every number kind of has a superpower. So I feel like the three superpowers being super productive and very ambitious and kind of focused and a visionary. I do think I bring all that to the table in my salon. Um, I'm always driving us forward. I don't, I'm never satisfied with like things just being good. They have to be better. Um, but I would say on the flip side of that, Uh, I don't, I've had, I've struggled with like personal relationships at the salon. I've had to work on that a lot. Um, and actually your wife, who's a two has helped me with that (laughs) and just realizing, Mm -hmm. um, like, no, it's not all about driving forward. It's about, you know, really taking care of the people that I work with and, um, focusing on those relationships for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah so so take a minute for me and and brag a little bit about your salon and what you've what you've been able to achieve with it in a, in a relatively short amount of time as, as far as I'm concerned I don't know what salon time frames normally look like but it feels like you've achieved a lot in a pretty a pretty short window
1: uh well thank you I appreciate yeah. that so um oh my gosh I love to learn so for me I've had learned as much as I could in such a short amount of time that's really propelled things forward quickly. Um, you know, within a year of being open, just I've had the opportunity to be involved with the hair extension company that I work with and go on some amazing trips and have some amazing experiences going up in helicopters and um, getting to hang out on yachts, which is pretty cool. Something I've always wanted to do, but never thought could be achieved. And then to just, um, growing the clientele quickly, growing a loyal following quickly. Um, and all of that, I really feel like is due to having a great team and focusing on that, but also finding our niche of what we're focusing on, which is hair extension, something that no other salon in town is doing. Um, and really like finding that one thing and leaning into it as hard as we can and perfecting it and making it our major focus, I think has contributed a lot to our success.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So something that I appreciate about you as, as a three, I, I feel like you're a very healthy, well-integrated three um, mm-hmm. because you have this humility about you that a lot of threes don't necessarily carry. Um, they would have started with the opportunity to brag about their company and not waited for me to ask them about it. Uh, <laughs> And even something you said in in what you were just talking about that you attribute that to your to your team. So you have this willingness to step aside and let other people take center stage and take the spotlight. Uh, you take what credit is due to you, but you're willing to to let other people have that space. Both of those are very sort of counter to 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 three behavior and really a healthy step for threes. So what do you attribute that growth to?
1: That enneagram, honestly, I sometimes wonder a lot if I didn't know about the Enneagram what where would I be what would my what kind of three would I be would Mm -hmm. I be a more unhealthy three um and I think yeah I think I would be I think I would be um not aware of myself as much and the things that I could do and um especially with the workaholic stuff, like even Garrett told me, um, you're so much better now at taking time for yourself and relaxing. And so all of those things, I really feel like knowing the Enneagram has made me realize like, oh, I could very easily be that kind of person who, or that kind of three who, um, would be a very unhealthy version. And so I think knowing the Enneagram and having so many people in my life who also know the Enneagram helps keep me in check too. And keeps me from falling into those things.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's a community around you that can kind of call you on some of that stuff. So that's that's helpful.
1: Yeah, definitely, yeah.
0: yeah. So as a three, identity is a big concern. Where do you Where do you find your identity?
1: Oh, wow. Um, to be honest, this is the unhealthy version. And I think I find a lot of my identity in work Mm -hmm. and in the salon. And in fact, it's kind of funny you bring that up. Uh, I recently had a birthday and I got a lot of birthday cards and, um, it was so interesting because all of my birthday cards were all kind of centered around my salon brand. Right. And that made me realize I've sort of people have started to think that I am the brand mm-hmm. that I've created for the salon. And they are all things that I like. Like, for example, the pinks and the succulents and things like that. I all I love them very much, but that's also part of the brand I created for the salon. And I sort of realized then, like, oh, my gosh, people started thinking, like, I am my brand Mm -hmm. and in a way they're not wrong. (laughs)
0: Sure,
1: I sort of have become my brand in a lot of ways. Um, Heck, even my dog has a marble collar with rose gold on it because like I take her to the salon. She had to be on brand. So I, did, so I'm starting to realize like, okay, I need to think about this a little bit more. Like who am I outside of the salon? And I think about that all the time. Like um, what value would I bring if I didn't, if my salon had failed, um, which failure is a big thing for threes. And I think that about that all the time. Um, you know, if I didn't, if I were a, failure you know by the world standards what how would I feel about that and like what value would I have as a person outside of it Mm -hmm. so I currently find a lot of my identity in my work but um that's something I've realized lately that I need to uh think find my identity and who God sees me as really
0: yeah that makes sense Yeah. yeah so I find that a lot of times with with any of the types there's there's a piece of sort of the Enneagram lore or the Enneagram teaching that you might not resonate with and that can oftentimes cause people to miss type for example like for fours there's the idea that fours push people away and then they pull them in and push them away and pull them in
1: yeah. I'm
0: very much a four but I don't see myself doing that yeah so that might cause somebody to to abandon that as being their type is there anything that that people kind of teach as being inherent to the three that just doesn't necessarily land with you?
1: Um, The whole deceit thing, Mm -hmm. I push back on because I do think, yes, you could that could be your sin if you were an unhealthy version. I think a lot of people think threes are inherently deceitful mm-hmm. and are always putting on a front and it um, could be right. But I think in my case, not so much because I'm aware of it now. But I think the one thing I want people to know about threes <laughs> is that we do have feelings. Mm-hmm. I only bring that up because someone in the Enneagram group that I was leading before asked me point blank like do threes have feelings and I kind of like was taken aback by it a little bit um you know yes we have feelings yes we care about your feelings but I do think like the one thing to really know about threes is like we do feelings and don't really have them mm-hmm. so there has to be an appropriate time and place for feelings. And, um, you know, like in the middle of work being done is not the appropriate time and place. I have a very, like, limited capacity for feelings. And if there's too many going on, I kind of shut down and go to nine. Right. (laughs) Um, And literally, like, take a nap, which has happened. Um, Because I just can't do the feelings anymore. It's too much. Um, So I would say... Like if you work with a three or work for a three and they've done something to offend you or like you have feelings you need to discuss with them, like schedule it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like schedule it and be like, Hey, I need to talk to you. When can I do that? When's a good time. And you know, I don't appreciate having feelings like sprung on me. Um, because I oftentimes don't know how I'm feeling and it takes me a long time to process it. And so if you're just going to spring on me like, hey, here, like, here's all these feelings, I'm kind of, I'm very freaked out. I'm not really going to know how to handle it. But if you, like, I do one-on-ones with my team twice a month for half an hour. And that's the time where I ask questions like, is there anything I can change or improve or do better, you know? And I'm inviting that feedback. And, you know, my four who works for me has a list on her phone of things that she has compiled that could be better or ways that I might have offended someone or whatever it might be Um, ready to go in her notes app to tell me. And I appreciate her because she knows like that's the appropriate time that I have set aside to discuss feelings and that's a good time for them um, but I just find that really you know helpful Hopefully, yeah. someone who works with the three just knowing that
0: yeah yeah that makes sense to kind of give you some prep time to not <laughs> to,
1: to get into it. that
0: space Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. so that brings us to another question talking about the four that you work with and I talk Frequently about how there is no such thing as an inherently bad combination of numbers But is there a number that you as a three feel is just a little bit trickier to get along with because of the values of your personality?
1: Hmm I would say Yeah, probably a four because they can be moody Mm -hmm. and they can be seemingly perpetually unsatisfied.
0: I don't know what yeah. you mean by that at all.
1: <laughs> like nothing's ever, you know, oh, I don't know like what my purpose is or like, I just don't feel like I'm doing. And so, um, I would say probably my biggest pet peeve in life with certain people is people who complain or mm-hmm. talk about what they want to change, but don't do anything to change it. Yeah. And very much, if you don't like your life, then then that, that's on you. Like you have to you you have the power to change your own life. And so I've had to learn when dealing with fours to not take things personally. Right. Like a four will be unsatisfied sometimes because that's just their melancholy. Right. And you know, I can't take that as oh, I'm doing something wrong. The environment I'm creating is wrong. Like what I'm not doing enough to satisfy you when, honestly, a four might not be satisfied. There's nothing I can do. Right. And, you know, a four might just be melancholy and there's nothing I can do to cheer them up or motivate them or get them on my level. They're just going to be like that. That being said, I think my favorite number to work with would probably be an eight. Mm -hmm. I know eights like tend to push a lot of people away. I love eights. I think some of my favorite people have been eights. I just like that they're people of action Mm -hmm. and they always say, you know, what they're thinking most of the time. And even though they can be a bit confronting, as long as you like match their energy, then you'll be fine. And I think threes have a lot of energy. So,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know where you stand with an eight, which is helpful. You don't always know where you stand with a four.
1: Exactly. I love knowing. Where I'm at with people at all times. Like if you don't like me, that's fine. I'd rather just know.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and I can see that because fours, you know, we're we're characterized by being painfully aware of what is missing, mm-hmm. and our communication style is lament. So I can see how somebody who is very achievement oriented and image focused would would feel a great deal of frustration with having somebody who's wandering around all day telling them what's missing and yeah. complaining about it. So yeah, so fours in relationship with the three, stay self-aware, uh plan your complaining time yes. <laughs> accordingly and uh don't 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 stay too long in your melancholy at work. That's just inappropriate.
1: Schedule your complaining and lamenting time. In fact, actually just leave me out of your lamenting. Okay. You know, like <laughs> because I'm going to I'm going to tell you how you could fix it. Right. Yeah. And that's probably not what a four wants to hear. Like, if you're lamenting that you're not living, you're not doing what you're meant to do, and I won't be like, then quit your job, like, right, quit yeah. your job and move to Zimbabwe and feed the orphans if you feel like that." You know what I mean? Right, like Yeah. And. And a four would probably like no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: but not in gonna, healthy space, space. Explain to you. About, right. You know,
0: right. So. But in healthy space, that's very much the service that threes can do for fours. Is as a four is lamenting and and being in the mire of our melancholy, threes are very good at saying there's actually a decisive plan of action here uh, yeah. that you can take. Here here is what I see and offering that to a four and a self aware four who maybe has a three wing is going to be much more willing to say, Oh yeah, you're right. There is a, there is a path. Let me, let me walk down that. So yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So you, you've taught Enneagram as well in some, some small groups. Is that, is that um, something that you enjoy doing continue to do? What is that?
1: I won't say that I teach it. I say I facilitate okay. discussion. Okay. Um, and that's, my teaching style is actually getting other people to talk a lot. I've taught even classes on hair before, and it always starts with other people talking first before me. <laughs> I think that's the way I prefer to do it. Um, but yeah, I am actually, my new Enneagram group starts tomorrow. So by the time this airs, it will probably be almost done. Yep. But I do love to do that. I love, in my last group, I had an eight. I had so many strong personalities in my last group that it made it really fun. Um, it There actually was like some tension and some conflict. And that actually really, I think, helped people learn about the Enneagram more. And realizing like, oh, that eight was very, very, you know, overpowering. I'm like, yeah, now you know why and you see it firsthand. <laughs> now we can learn. And so... The people that stuck it through all the way through the end, we're very close now mm-hmm. um, and have a really deep understanding. So new group starting up, a lot of uh, people from my last group will be there um, again. But yeah, and then when it's over, maybe you and I should lead a group. That would be that really would cool. be
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. I subbed in your group once, and it was a group of very strong personalities. It was it was a fun one. <laughs> I, I I believe I saw somewhere that the next group that you're teaching is an advanced class, so what does the content look like in an advanced environment in your world?
1: So my version of advanced simply just means you already have a basic understanding of the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Um, in my last group, we read The Road Back to You by In mm-hmm. Morgan and this time we will be going through The Path Between Us by Susan Stabile. So um, the first book was more like basic overview and learning about all the types. In this group, we're gonna focus more on relationships. Gotcha. So um, it's not advanced, advanced. It's just if you have a basic knowledge of the Enneagram, you'll do fine. But if you're coming to it with no knowledge, maybe not so much.
0: Gotcha. Great, great. Well, that will be exciting. So, two more questions that are just kind of fun ones, and then we will be done. What would you say is a book that every three should read?
1: Okay. So Leadership Pain um, by Samuel Chand. So it's actually a book that was written for pastors, but I read it during a time in my business that was really, 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 really rough, and it helped me get through it. Um, I've been really interested in learning more about stoicism, and and I think that book has a lot to do with learning that the, the whole premise of that book is basically you only grow to the threshold of your pain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was at a time where I was like in some of the most pain I've ever been in because I've had a really easy life so far <laughs> and, um, opening this salon and going through a lot of hard stuff in the beginning was the hardest thing I'd gone through. So I was like, okay, I have to learn how to like be mentally tough and how to actually handle this stuff. And, and, Not just get through it, but grow from it. So I would say that book really helped me realize that life is not meant to be easy. And leadership is not meant to be easy. So, you know, how to grow from it and actually, like, sort of rejoice in it, like, be happy you're going through pain because it's helping you grow, Mm -hmm. really helped change my perspective. I would say a book that threes I call it like three candy because we're all about productivity and like personal like personal development junkies. Right. Would be anything by Mike McCallowitz. I've been reading everything by him lately. Um, He wrote Profit First and Clockwork, which is all about like productivity hacks. And so I um, I've been obsessed with that lately. That's been fun for me.
0: Great. And then if 3's had a theme song, what would that theme song be?
1: Uh Oh my gosh, I made a 3 playlist on Spotify. Of course you did. I... <laughs> Let me pull it up. There is just I I don't remember the name of it. Let me see if I can even find it, but it was Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> You know that song, Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder? I I don't. Break my stride. Nobody's going to slow me down. (laughs) That's
0: very good. (laughs) What else is on the playlist? Now I'm curious.
1: Oh, let's Don't Kill My Vibe. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if I. Oh, here we go. There's like a whole. There's playlists all for Enneagram threes. Like there's tons of it I would say probably you know any song about not letting other people bring you down right is, yeah you know, yeah
0: what what percentage of those songs do you think are Beyonce songs
1: uh maybe like
0: 99 percent. 99% of them yeah because <laughs> that's who we all just kind of secretly want to be
1: yeah I watched her Netflix special and I yeah. was I was enthralled the entire <laughs> time I'm like I love you you're amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for coming on and talking. Uh, I really appreciate you being here and being willing to, to discuss some of your stuff and what's going on in your world.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: Yep. I'm going to hit stop so recording now. didn't talk about <clears throat> in the interview is I actually went to uh, Crown Salon, which is Jenna's studio, and I taught Enneagram to her team. So she was one of the beta testers for <clears throat> our team training project. So I asked her to spend a couple seconds talking about that. So here is that shameless plug. (laughs) And Jenna's going to plug me now. Go.
1: (laughs) Okay. So Wade came to my salon twice and taught an Enneagram class to all of my stylists. And I just have to say, if you're thinking about getting Enneagram coaching in your business, 100%, you should consider Wade um, learning about all the types of everyone that worked with me has helped me understand them better, um, and understand myself better and help them understand me better. So if you're considering it hundred percent, yes, higher weight for sure.
0: Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so there you go. There is what a three in action looks like. And as I said, a really healthy, well-integrated three that, that's moving towards health and engaging in a lot of the paths to health that we, we talked about uh, earlier this week. Um, yeah, so there's, there's that, that sense of humility and celebrating others while maintaining that, that goal-oriented attitude that I really appreciate uh, in Jenna and that awareness that she, she tends to identify with some of her goals and identify with some of her achievements and is working to, to differentiate herself from that, which is a big uh, part of the work for a three. So if you're a three and you would like some help moving towards health, moving towards integration, uh, and you uh, you heard something in in this interview that would um, kind of lend to pushing you towards some coaching, go to www.9leaders.com and sign up for some one-on-one coaching. If uh, you heard her testimony about uh, me coming in and teaching to her staff, and that's something that you would be interested in as well, shoot me an email at at wade9leaders.com. We can set that up and make that happen. Uh, I am obviously still out of town. I actually were recording this on May the 21st, so this was recorded quite a while ago. So keep an eye out on um, social media for anything, uh, any big changes that might be made since the recording of this. So keep an eye on Instagram and an eye on Facebook. Otherwise, I think everything should be uh, moving along as a normal, Uh, whatever day this comes out, I believe this comes out on a Monday, so tomorrow, Tuesday, we will start work on Type 4 or whatever the next episode day is, we'll do Type 4. So, uh, looking forward to sharing that information with you guys tomorrow or whatever day the next episode comes out. Thank you guys so much for listening, I'll talk to you later.